Welcome to Epiphany Brooklyn's podcast. I am Brandon Watts, lead pastor here at Epiph. Thanks so much for tuning in. Our desire is to join Jesus in his mission to redeem our city. May God bless you as you listen and consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Grace and peace. Welcome, welcome, and welcome, welcome, Epiphany Church. I hope you are excited for the word of God today. Um, it's Psalms uh, 27. It says, I will remain confident in this. I will, um, I will receive the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And uh, I love these moments, these Sundays, uh, that we get a little bit of heaven uh, when we unite as a body, this type of fellowship. Even if it's online, even if it's virtual, we still get uh, that, that body. We get that, that, that communication in the chats. I see you guys. I see you, Sherry. I see you, Chris. I see you, Flute Queen. We get that, that, that moment where we get to unite as a body, one body, one spirit, one mind. And, and I'm, I'm super excited that we get the goodness of that Kanye album that just dropped. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm going to run right after service to listen to that joint. So um, I'm very, very excited. Before, before I get into the word, I have to, I have to start this, this uh, the service with some shout outs. Um, I have to give a shout out to Pastor Stephen Chandler. Man, man, oh man, oh man. Uh, for me, uh, Pastor Stephen Chandler, he, he is in my, my Mount Rushmore of pastors. He's my top five pastors that I listen to online outside of, of Pastor B. You know, I'm not cheating on Pastor B. It's, it's just, you know, this is just on my spare time. But it, it's truly, it was truly a blessing. It was truly a dream to have him come down to Epiphany Church to, to pastor and minister to us, to encourage us. The study in Joshua has been really a blessing onto my home, and I, and I pray that it's a blessing onto your home as well. So thank you, Pastor Chandler. Um, if you're watching, we really loved you, and we really appreciate you doing that for Epiphany. Um, I, secondly, I have to, to give a shout out to Yolanda. Yolanda Solomon, the director of discipleship, man. She is amazing. She is amazing. I, I had the opportunity to actually sit in and, and participate in that, in that God Seekers course. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, whether you are, have been walking with the Lord for several years or whether you have, you know, you just started to walk with the Lord, you started to see something new in yourself growing and wanted to, to move closer to the Lord, this course is, is, is phenomenal. I felt like I was in a seminary class. <laughs> but, you know, Yolanda has the, this amazing way to, to break down things that are really complex in a, in a simple way. And, and you know, uh, Yolanda is just so Brooklyn, man. She is just so relatable. She is, uh, there was never a dull moment in the class. So um, I actually, I actually am an official God seeker. Y'all guys can see that. I don't know if you can see it. They got my, um, my government on that joint. So uh, yeah, I'm a God seeker. I, I'm, I'm really excited about that course. And, and if you haven't, uh, you haven't done the course yet, um, I'm pretty sure people in, in, in the chat, please bombard that chat and talk about how great that God seekers course is. But if you haven't joined the class, please do. Uh, it, it, it is. It really invigorates your your relationship with the Lord. And if for those who are just curious, that want to just get into the Word of God, just don't know where to start, don't know how to pray, don't know how to read the Word, sign up, get connected, get plugged in. 
lastly, I, I gotta I gotta give out a shout out to 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 our lead pastor, Pastor Brandon Watts. We 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 definitely have to 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 shout him out. He he has been on sabbatical for about a month now, and uh, even though he he's been resting, even though that he he has been um, kind of unplugged. I guarantee you that he has been thinking about you daily. He's been thinking about the church body daily. Every time I check in with him, he's, he's telling me how he's been praying for people of the church. He's telling me how he's been reading the word. And I'll, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, y'all better be ready in fall. Pastor B is coming with some fire. Pastor B is coming with some fire, some fresh vision, some fresh direction for our church. And, and I truly believe, I truly believe that... Um, that epiphany is is going to that next level. It's really going to grow, not not just uh, in numbers, not just with members, but spiritually. We're trying to go spiritually deep. And and I have a sense, even even Pastor Chandler mentioned it, I have a sense that there's going to be a revival, a revival of spirit, a revival of souls, a revival of, of your spiritual walk in church, in this church, in Epiphany Church. So, get ready. Get ready to grow. I just want you to expect it because you're going to grow if you're going to be plugged in to Epiphany. So now that I'm done with my shout outs, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to just transition into our, our scripture reading for today. I'm not going to be, uh, belong you too far. I mean, I'm not going to be in front of you too, too long, but, um, what I'm going to be preaching out of is Ephesians 4. So if you can open up your text, whatever it is, if you, if you, can, if you have a physical copy or if you're, you're using your phone, just open it up. Um, Ephesians is so dense with the gospel. Ephesians is such a great book. And, um, you know, there, there's a lot of spiritual wisdoms in Ephesians. So uh, what I'm going to do is we're going to read a little bit of Ephesians uh, 4. We're going to, you know, uh, cherry pick some of the, the scriptures and um, we're going to read them together. And then we're going to just pinpoint uh, a couple of scriptures to, to, to kind of, uh, you know, elaborate on. So uh, today's scripture is Ephesians 4, 1 to 6. And then uh, we're going to drop down to... Um, 15 to 25. All right, all right. So Ephesians 4, verse 1. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually get the text out. Do old school. I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling in which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness and patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in, in the bond of peace. There is one body, one spirit, just as you were called into one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all, who, has, who is over all and through all in all. We're going to jump down to verse 15. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow in every way into him who is the head into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint which is equipped. When each part is working properly, 
makes the body grow, so it builds each other up in love. Now, this I say, testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do, in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of their ignorance that is in them. Due to their hardness of heart, they have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. But that is not the way you learn Christ, assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Christ. To put off your old self, which is your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and be put into a new self created in the likeness of God, in the tr true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak truth in, in his neighbor, for we are all members of one another. The, the title of, of today's sermon is Understanding the Assignment. Let us pray. I'm going uh, to take a, a, book, uh, a, ch a chapter out of uh, Yolanda's book. Yolanda always teaches us to, to pray the scriptures. And in, in Ephesians 3, Paul prays that we would uh, know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all, all fullness of God. So let's, let's pray that prayer. Father God, we just thank you, O oh Lord. Your love, O oh Lord, is, is, is just, we can't understand it in humanly form. We just can't. It's just, it's just too much for us, O oh Lord. When we read about it, when we hear about it, we get overwhelmed, O oh Lord. But we really want to understand your love. We want to understand what it means to respond to that love, O oh Lord. We want to understand what, what we do with that love. We want to be filled with the filledness of you, O oh Lord. We want to use that love and, and mimic that love, Lord. Lord, we want that love to restore our souls, O oh Lord, to lead us in righteousness, lead us into holiness, Lord. Help us, Father God. Help us, help us, O oh Lord. Renew our minds in the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen and amen. All right, all right. Understanding the assignment, understanding the assignment. It is so important to understand the assignment in 2021. If, if you don't understand what, what, what understanding the assignment is, you might, you know, you might not see it on, on Instagram or you might not talk about it with your friends. Uh, understanding the assignment is like a buzz phrase. Uh, it, it, it means that somebody is, is, is following the instructions at a really high level, <laughs> at 110%. Let me, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Like, like the praise and worship team, they, they understood the assignment. Can we give it up for the praise and worship team? They knew. They knew they had to come and bring it, and they come each and every week. They understand the assignment. They do above and beyond our expectations. They understand the assignment. Another example, I, I know we got some, some Caribbeans in that chat. Yes. I know we got, we got Labor Day coming up. Understanding the assignment. If, if you get invited to a Labor Day all-white party, 
Understanding the assignment is wearing white. Not white with stripes, not white with polka dots, not tan, not off-white, not light pink, white. That is understanding the assignment. It is important to understand the assignment. You, you get praised for understanding the assignment, especially if you do it well. But, but it's, it's also important to, 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 to know what happens when you, when you don't understand the assignment. When you don't understand the assignment, you get bashed. You get put down. Could you imagine if, if I had a nice uh, birthday dinner, if I had a nice grown and sexy birthday dinner, you, you were supposed to get dipped and, 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 and dress up fancy and dress up nice, and, and you came to that, to that party in, in Tim's and a fitted with a do-rag underneath flagging, you didn't, you didn't understand the assignment, and now you got to go. Now you got to leave. That's Understanding the assignment is, is, is super important in 2021, and, and, and even more important, understanding the assignment that God has given us is, is, is even more essential. It's even more essential. You know, we, we can get approval from man, but, but to understand the assignment and get approval from God is even more important. It's, 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 it's the utmost important. And I don't know if you know this, but if you, if you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you if you, if you uh, given your life to him, you have been placed on assignment. Let, let me, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to make this plain. Your assignment from God is to respond. That's it. <laughs> we, could, we could actually you finish up the praise and worship team. <laughs> your assignment is to respond. Your assignment is to respond to what Jesus did on the cross. Your motivation for life should be the fact that God loved us so much that he brought his son to die for our sins. God didn't have to do that. God did not have to do that. God doesn't have to do any of this. God doesn't have to, to build up a church. He doesn't need the church. He doesn't need humanity. But what he does is he invites us to have a relationship with him. And, and, and what, we, what, we, what he wants us to do, not what he needs us to do, what he wants us to do is to respond. The assignment is for us to respond. And, and in this chapter, Paul is going to walk us through what it is to be on assignment, be on assignment for Christ. What it is to understand Christ's assignment for our lives. Um, it, it, it's so interesting what what uh, what Paul does in, in in chapters one to three of Ephesians. He talks about the theory of of Christ, the theory of the gospel. He talks about he he really breaks down the gospel about how how God. Uh, brought Jesus Christ, his only son, to, to, uh, to reconcile our sins. He, he talks about what it means to be united now that whether you're, you're a Jew or a Gentile, we are all one family, that we're all one under Christ, that we all are sons and daughters of Christ, um, of God. And, and it, it, that's all theory. That's all knowledge, which is great, which is awesome. But we get to this point in chapter four, where now there's an urge, there's a call to respond. 
and and I know we we're, we're understanding the assignment. It's it's it's, it's kind of. I think it's, you know, it's, it seems kind of vague in, in responding. So I'm going to try to break it down. Um, I have three ways that we can understand God's assignment. The three ways is understanding God's calling, understanding God's task, and understanding the purpose. Let's, let's start with the calling. Let's start with the calling, right? If, if we go back to verse 1, right? Verse 1, it starts with, therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, I, therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling in which you've been called. That sounds great, but like, what, what, does, that, what does that mean? What does that mean? Walk worthy. Walk worthy. It, when you when you read scripture, when you read scripture, there, there's these, these these words that that have a little bit more meaning than than um, than than what it means in layman's term. Like the word walk, the word walk could just you, you may think that it's you're you're just walking, you know, you're just walking to and fro. But when when the scripture uses walk, it usually talks about a daily routine, right? It usually talks about a daily routine, and 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 our spiritual walk. Is, ought to be a daily routine. It, it's, it's not something that, that stops. It's not something that happens in spurts. It's not a sprint. It's something that is a continuous, progressive thing. And I, I, love, I love the example of our spiritual walk being like a treadmill because when we're walking on a treadmill, we're walking on a treadmill, we're walking on a treadmill, as soon as we stop walking, we fall back. We fall back, and it's the same thing with our spiritual walk. As, as soon as we stop reading our word, as soon as we stop praying, as soon as we stop getting in community, we fall off. We fall off. So it's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, we, part of the calling is a daily walk. It's a daily routine. And then the word worthy, again, it's a word that we could pass over. It's a word that we, we may not just, you know, uh, really think about, but worthy has to do with character. Worthy has to do with uh, uh, assessment of character. So when, we, when, when, when the Bible tells us to walk worthy, and, and that's the calling, we, are, we, are, we ought to walk in a manner which, which shows and which, which exemplifies uh, the characteristics of Christ. It's, it's so important. Pastor Brandon talks about it all the time. Integrity is so important. It's so important. We are being called to walk worthy. And the Bible tells us in, in Matthew 5, he says that we are the light of the world. The Bible tells us that we are salt and light. But I'm, I'm not going to front. I'm not going to front. Christians ain't looking that bright. Ain't, 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 ain't tasting that salty, you know? What what is the divorce rates like for Christians versus secular non-believers? What what are you know how how what 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 is giving like in the church? You know there was times where 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 in the '60s and even even during slavery, the abol the ab abolition movement was 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 
pushed by Christians. The, the, uh, the civil rights movement was pushed by Christians. But what, what, are, what is the church doing nowadays? What is the church doing nowadays? And, and we have been called to, to, to be salt and light. And it's so important that we understand the calling, understand what it is to, to be called and walk worthy. Um, so that's understanding the calling, right? Understanding the calling, right? The next thing is we understand God's task, understanding the task. And if we jump down, we're going to jump around. If, you jump, if we jump down to verse 22, right? It says, it talks about Jesus. Jesus tells us to put off your old self, what belongs to your former man, which, which belongs to your former manner, which is corrupted through deceitful desires and to renew, to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and put on your new self, created in the likeness and the true righteousness and holiness. We think about the task. What, what, what are we on task for? What, what is understanding the assignment? What are we to do to understand this assignment? What, how do we fulfill the fullness of God, and, and, and it talks about it a little bit. If you read the full chapter of, uh, of Ephesians 4, it talks about it. It talks about what, what, what it looks like to, to be on assignment for, for Christ, what it looks like to, 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 to understand the task. And I'm, I'm going to pull up a little, a little chart here. This is what it looks like to understand the, ta- the task, what it looks like to put off your old self and to walk in the newness of the Lord. Instead of lying, we speak truth. Instead of anger, we, we, we seek for peaceful res- resolution. Instead of stealing, we are generous. Instead of gossiping, we encourage people with our words. Instead of getting revenge, we forgive. Instead of, you know, giving in to your sexual desires, we are self-controlled. And instead of getting drunk, we are influenced by the Spirit. And that is the most important one, being influenced by the Spirit. We can't do this on our own. Understanding this task, this task in ourselves, we cannot do this on our own. I think about this, 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 this walk is like being elevated. As Christians, we are elevated. It's like we, we get a promotion when, when we get to know Jesus Christ. We get a promotion, and with every promotion, it comes with a bigger bag, right? It comes with that, it comes with that money. Hopefully, it comes with that money. Like, like what, what did... Uh, uh, the apostle fast, Fat Joseph say, yesterday's bag is not today's bag. Yesterday's price is not today's price. With, with, with our spiritual walk, yesterday's self is not today's self. It's a renewed self. It's an anointed self. It is a spirit-filled self. So we are taught to take off our old self and, and put on our new self. And and I think that there's, there's something happens with Christians 
where, where we want the blessing, we want the love of God, we want the anointing of God, we want the healing of God, but, but we don't want the responsibility of putting on our new selves. We don't want the responsibility of putting on our new selves. It's just, you know, it, could you imagine being promoted and being elevated at work and not taking on more responsibilities? If we're being called to be the light of the world, if we're call, called to be the, the salt in the light of the world, like, we have to take on that responsibility. We have to take off that old self, that former self, that wretched self, and, 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 and walk into this newness. And I, I, I said it last time that I preached, just like, why, why would you stay in this hoopty when you can, you can get a Benz? Why would you, why would you uh, fly in, uh, in, in coach when you can fly first class? This is, this is the way that the Lord is trying to elevate us. We've been called to that assignment. And, and I, I, I think that it's really important to know that, that the manifestation of our experience, of our knowledge, should lead to changed behavior. The manifestation of our experience, of our knowledge, should lead to changed behavior. I, I used to go to McDonald's all the time. I used to, yo, the way that when I was a 17-year-old, I just got my first job, uh, I would go to McDonald's and order the same thing. I would get two double cheeseburgers, and I would get a little uh, sweet and sour sauce, slabber that joint all over that joint. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know how your bank account was, but when I was 17, I was eating that, that, that Big Mac all day, every day. But when, when I started to, to get a little older and, and, and look into what they were putting in that, that double cheeseburger, that the, that the cheese wasn't really cheese. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, 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 the, and the, 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 the processed meat and, 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 the, and the steroids and all that stuff. And, and we, across the church, there's a, there's a McDonald's. I see, I see people in the church come through eating their, uh, their McGriddles. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, I love the McGriddles. I still, I, that's the only thing that I would get at McDonald's. But like, I see it, and I see other people getting the fries and 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 getting a lot of that processed stuff. But I know that that is not good for me. I know that it's not good for me. So, with that knowledge, my behavior changes. With that knowledge, that behavior changes. And when I know that there is wickedness, when I, when the things that I used to do is wicked, the things that I used to do. Uh, pushes me away from holiness. The things that I used to do pushes me away from righteousness. It is imperative that I use the knowledge of the gospel, the knowledge of Jesus Christ, the, the implanted Holy Spirit, and I, and I move differently. That, re, that renewed mind is so important. It's so important. Simple as this. It's, it's, if, if you knew better, you do better, right? That's what my, my, uh, my friend's grandma used to say. If you knew better, you do better. So, so we got understanding the calling. We got understanding God's task. And, and the last one is, is understanding God's purpose. If, if we, we read Ephesians again, you can do it on your spare time. We don't have enough time to go through each and every verse. But... It is so important to, uh, to, to kind of see the themes. If you go to verse 2 to 3, it says, 
with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing one another in love, um, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit. In, in verse 15 to 16, speaking truth and love, we are to grow up in, ev- in every way in him who is the head into Christ, who from the body joined and held together with every joint which is it, which it is equipped when a part is working properly, makes the body grow in itself, building up in love. We go down to the verse 25, the last verse. Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are all members um, of one body. Uh, we, for we are members one of another. So I don't know if you got the theme. I don't know if you got the theme in those verses. And, and, and it's all throughout Ephesians 4. But the actions, the calling, the task, it, it all has to do with, with interaction with the body. It all has to do with, with helping one another, with, with interacting with one another. And, and Paul makes it clear that the purpose, the purpose of our spiritual growth, the purpose of our spiritual maturity is people. It's like we know that our spiritual maturity is actualized when we learn to love people. We know that we, our spiritual maturity has, has grown up when we know that that we can give to one another, when we can, can be Christ-like to one another, especially in the body, especially in the body. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this like, this is, this is a gut check to me because in this pandemic, it's been hard. I'm not going to lie. It's been hard to keep up with people in the, in the, in the church. I, I have a lot of people that I connect with on a, on a day-to-day basis, but there was nothing like seeing everybody in the sanctuary where you got to hug up on people where, I mean, like the church hug, I mean, the church hug, but um, where you get to, you know, really, you know, uh, get to fellowship with one another. People got encouraged. People got prayed for. It was such a blessing, but but the pandemic happened and it, it felt like I felt so disconnected from everybody. And, and it's definitely, it's been hard. I know it, it, it has. And this, 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 this chapter has, has really like, uh, has pruned me because when you understand that Paul is writing this from a jail cell, like we don't got no excuses. We don't. We do not have no excuses. The pandemic, we still got iPhones. We got technology, FaceTime. We got Zoom. We can still stay connected to the body. We can still show that we love one another, that we can give to one another. We can, we can send, yo, Uber Eats. When I got, uh, I, I praise God for, for people that love me. When, when, when I all had uh, our son Nathaniel, when we, when we first, that first week, the first two weeks, we got so much food. We got so much love. People are still showing the love. They're still being generous, even through a pandemic. It's possible. It's possible, especially with the spirit compelling us and controlling us. So I want to end this time. I want to end this time with just just challenging um, our, our church body, man. 
we, we, we understand the calling, right? We understand the task, right? And, and we understand the purpose. The purpose is the people. I want to I challenge the body to just, you know, wh- what is it? I want you to first think about and I want you to pray about it. But who, what, how can you bless somebody in the body this week? How, could, how can you, I want you to think and, and, and press on, on, on how can you be a blessing? How can, how can I express my, my spirituality? How can, I, how can I honor God by being a blessing to the body? How, who is it that I can, can reach out to, connect with this week to be a blessing on the body? Like, you know, one thing that I, I, I realized, like, you, you won't know that you're loving unless you are, are tasked with loving somebody that's unloving. You, you, won't, you won't know that you're generous unless you are, have been tasked or challenged with giving your last when you ain't have a lot. You know what I mean? We have, to, we, have to, we have to understand the assignment, make sure that that assignment is understood, you know what I mean? So uh, I'm going to leave you with that, and I'm, I'm, I'm just going to pray over this, this sermon, and, and I just pray that it, it stirs up the heart for us to just love on one another more harder, Lord. I'm going to just pray, Lord, we, we just thank you, God. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for uh, your love, oh, Lord. We thank you for your, your scripture, oh, Lord. Um, Lord, this, this uh, scripture today is challenging. <laughs> it's challenging to say the, the least, especially during a pandemic, oh Lord. You called us to, to grow spiritually. You called us to be connected. You called us to, be, to, to equip the body even during a pandemic. And we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that, that you give us everything <laughs> we need to be on task, to understand the assignment to be able to respond to the gospel, respond to the knowledge that Jesus died on the cross for us and we are to, 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 to move and to be motivated to love like Jesus. Help us. We need your help, oh Lord. We need your spirit, oh Lord. We can't do it on our own. We can't. We can't. So we need you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen.